0: Welcome to the PHNX Sun Devils podcast, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using our code PHNX and receive $100 in free bets when you place $1 or more on any football game using the code PHNX. Well, welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm Brittany Boyer, joined by my co-host Shane Diefenbach. How are you doing today?
1: Good. Uh a little brain fog uh from the weekend uh clearing up a little bit. It's so nice outside right now. It is nice. Oh and it was God, a long
0: weekend. It was a beautiful nice long weekend because mm-hmm. ASU had that Friday night game which you know uh actually had a much better turnout than I anticipated. Yeah, I and believe they stayed. You know what? I believe this was their highly most highly attended game so far this year.
1: And they stayed they stayed until yeah. the end of the game. Um even when it kind of seemed like it was mostly over, but they stayed. So I liked it. I, th- I thought it was solid, <laughs> but yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I was I was very shocked to see the number of people who turned out for the game. The amount of maroon that I saw, how loud it was in the stadium. It was a different environment and a different atmosphere than what the the stadium had been for the other game so far this year. You definitely could feel the shift in the energy, the shift in the momentum, the mo uh the everything, and I'm sure the players could feel it too because it just it was it felt a lot more like how I feel like Sun Devil Stadium used to feel like when things were on the up and up um, on, in the early years under Todd Graham when Taylor Kelly was the quarterback and, you know, Jalen Strong was one of the receivers, you know, that Jail Mary year when they upset USC mm-hmm. on the road. Um, the vibe around this, I don't want to say around this team, but the vibe I felt in the stadium at that last game, you know, and maybe it's just because we really didn't have – any football last year. And, you know, with the first couple games this year, getting everybody back into the stadium and people feeling comfortable coming back out have been a, off to a little bit of a more slow start than they anticipated. But, you know, it was just different.
1: And yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely think a lot of it has to do with the fans just being back in general. Um, and excited to watch this ASU team, um, and, and the fact that they're ranked and they're winning after the BYU game, um, everything seems on the up and up. Speaking of BYU going down to Boise State, I mean that was one thing that we just didn't want to see as a Sun no. Devil program. Uh, it's it's hard to it's it's hard to root for a team that uh, beat you, but I mean for, for this ASU team, they definitely wanted BYU to keep winning to make the make them look better. Um, so that was a little disappointing to see. Um lose to the Broncos but
0: well but I will raise this argument Zach Hill offensive coordinator came from Boise State Mm -hmm. so let's not discredit what they're doing up there in that Mountain West Conference and what they're able to accomplish because I mean they have some great coaches up there and I think that a lot of times they are very underrated but yes it isn't something that you want to see if you're an Arizona State fan but it did work out in favor of the Sun Devils, enough people thought BYU's loss was so bad that they dropped them far enough that ASU moved up above them in the rankings.
1: So, yeah, um, the the and obviously um, another team that went down, Alabama. Um, yeah, just probably one of the craziest things. I was telling uh, everybody that I, when we came in for the Sunday Tailgate Show, um, Saul said, "Hey, can you uh, grab some footage from the Alabama game?" And I I was out on in Old Town that Saturday night, and I woke up the next morning thinking it was a dream. I was like, no way, Alabama actually lost that game. And then I saw the result, and I was like, holy shit! It just it was so strange to me. I mean, it was a great game, and them played their hearts out. Yeah. Um, but man, it was it unexpected. That, I mean, that was the last team I thought would would upset though? I mean, the AM's a good program. But just they after just what we've didn't seen seem year. like they
0: had the oomph, especially yeah. in the game. I mean, we saw the game against Colorado, Colorado yeah. where it was 10-7. That's not a program that you would anticipate would go on in a couple more weeks to defeat Alabama.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think anybody was going to beat Alabama this year at all. I, I mean, it kind of adds to the parody of college football this year. It's just, it's just completely wide open. You want to
0: hear... Um, I almost feel like this is like just a strange last... Funny fact, because of what happened with Kevin Sumlin in Tucson, but he's actually one of the few coaches to ever defeat Nick Saban at Alabama.
1: It's 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 kind of like the Belichick thing, um, the Belichick and, their, and his disciples. You know, um, yeah, it, 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 they know what they're they know what they're going up against, and uh, yeah, it's that it, it's interesting. It's a it's a fun tidbit. It's a fun tasty nugget, as Johnny would say. Um, yeah,
0: but then he just destroyed everything down there and. Yeah. night and day difference I don't know I guess that's what booze does to you I should know <laughs> anyways um so yeah I thought I thought the game on Friday ASU played fairly decent like we said too it wasn't
1: their best overall performance but I think I mean the most encouraging thing for me is the the penalties there was there was they, they had one yeah. penalty that was accepted for 10 yards and, and up until you know emotions got the best of the devils at the end of that game which it isn't something that you can like deal with all the time mm-hmm. um uh but at the same time it's like if that if that's the only huge penalty yards that they're gonna incur in a game, let it be at the end of the game when it doesn't yeah. matter and the and the outcomes already kind of predetermined. But man, that, that is that's exciting for this the Sun Devils team to to be disciplined, stay uh stay out of the uh uh of the yellow flag territory and and kind of hone in their skills as, you know, we're a dis- disciplined, uh, mature team, which they are and should be.
0: And, you know, and even when they did give up those three penalties for the 45 yards mm-hmm. on that drive in the second half, yeah. the defense did enough to still prevent Stanford from getting into the end zone. So, I mean, I, they still got the job done it wasn't as clean as you would have liked to have seen it be uh considering they shot themselves in the foot once but it was way encouraging to see that they were able to pull it back together and not have it affect them like it's affected them in the past where they just keep racking them up and racking them up you know they got back on track and I think that's one of the most encouraging things for me is picking piggybacking off of yours is is the consistency across the board you're starting to see more consistency um across the the offense and the defense in terms of how they're making tackles you know they're not just trying to shove guys out of out of bounds you know they're they're wrapping up and bringing them down you know and that was a concern that I had had at the beginning of the year you know I kind of mentioned that their tackling looked a little uh, yeah um and that's disappointing and I used to say a lot I used to talk a lot about Todd Graham and his defense's inability to tackle and I made jokes about it being Todd Graham's school of tackling because you don't you don't you don't wrap anybody up um so I just feel like I was very encouraged uh Jack Jones hung on to the one interception almost had
1: two other picks in the game speaking of tackling that man is one of the best tackling corners I've ever seen play college football he hits so hard I mean the whole the whole the whole the whole (laughs) the whole defensive back core tackles really well um which is which is rare in college football because a lot of them are undersized um but, I mean, even Chase Lucas hits hard. I mean, yeah, he hits too hard sometimes. Well, um, I mean, and Chase and Jack, neither of them are very large. No, they're not. And they, that was
0: something that Herm Edwards talked about. John Clark is a tiny little man. He hits
1: hard. Well, that was
0: something that Herm Edwards actually had talked about in the press conference following the game, which was something I wanted to talk about, you know, um, some of his thoughts departing thoughts from the game and the thoughts going into this week. One of them that he brought up and mentioned after the game was how he had worked individually with all of the corners. He pulled them aside and was talking to them about how they have to guard them and really get their head close like to their chest because they're going to be a lot smaller um, to get the positioning that they need. But he said he worked with them and worked with them and worked with them um, because they knew that Stanford's receivers were going to be outsized and have the size advantage. And, you know, the corner's,
1: Did I felt a phenomenal job in the game? I mean, when it comes down to scheme and game planning, that's completely different from what you what it is expected from the ASU defense. I mean, the, the the scheme and game plan was to allow. Them to kind of drive, and that's why there was two hundred seven passing or two hundred four, whatever it was, in that first half, is because that was kind of the game plan. Because mm-hmm. they knew they they were undersized. I mean, th- there were so many throws down the seam or on the sidelines where you just toss it up. There was great coverage, but you just toss it up and 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 hope 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 that, that they either drop the ball or what whatever or you get some help on the backside. And that was the plan, though. I mean, let mm-hmm. that happen and and don't let them in the end zone. And uh, it really it really ended up working for this ASU team.
0: Well, you know the crazy thing is too is McKee is probably. Was probably the best quarterback Arizona State was going to face for the duration of that their remaining schedule after DTR. Yeah, and Arizona State handled them back to back in six days, really, in
1: two different in two very different ways, offensively, yeah, and in two scheme. very
0: different environments. Yeah. Um, with two very different yet significant wins that both had incredible defensive performances in the second half especially yeah so I just feel especially. like where the team's at right now at the midway point in the season I mean you look back Shane when we were it's October 11th we launched on September 9th and on our first show it the first home game had already happened we were leading up to the game against UNLV yeah. and we both had a lot of concerns about the penalties and the turnovers and you know now these are things that they've gotten cleaned up and for a while it seemed like it was trending in the wrong direction so to be here now a couple more weeks in the future and you know evaluate what the Sundells have been able to clean up and practice and really buckle down and focus on um I think that the sky is the limit for this team and it really just comes down to their own ability to concentrate and be disciplined and locked in and ready to go
1: yeah I mean what we, we as you said what we said at the whole beginning of this and the start of the year for the Sun Devil team is if they stay disciplined and and uh football or uh turnover free, penalty free um they can compete with any team in college football and 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 it and it shows that but unfortunately the the penalties and the uh, turnovers isn't just a bug that you can just shake and get rid of for good. It can come back. Um, so that's the only thing that is gonna is, is gonna be a huge thing for this team. If they can stay disciplined, and play smart um, and keep this consistency going, then the, I mean the hopes are high, but if not, it's you, you know you, they can fall right back to where they were and you can get down on yourself pretty damn easily.
0: And Herm knows that. Um, that was something he mentioned in the press conference that he had today. You know, they they know that this game against Utah is going to be a big one. It's going to be a full stadium. You know, they have to take into consideration the noise again. Uh, but if I feel like this is something that now they're more prepared for. They were not prepared for it when they played BYU, but they're going to be prepared for it when they play Utah. And, you know, there's also um, a little bit, I don't want to say I feel a little bit, of a sense of ease but there is a player on Arizona State's roster now that transferred from Utah so just as Henry Haddis I'm sure was able to help a little bit in preparation for Stanford with things that other people might not necessarily know um I'm sure that this player will be able to do the same and so you know you look at the rest of their schedule coming up the game against Utah is in my opinion, far and wide going to be the toughest remaining game on the schedule. And this is another thing that I feel like we should hit on because Herm was the one who said that we, the fans, and the people in the media are the ones who um, determine what's a big game and what's not. Because for him and for his players, every game game is a big game. Every game matters. Every game counts. And in the Pac-12, it is extremely hard to win a game, which I, I think we all know because yeah. we've seen the shit show that it can be. But I mean, realistically, when you break down the rest of their schedule, following Utah, they have a buy. That's a great time for them to get rested up recoup. And I feel like it's a really good point in the season for them to have a buy, especially compared to some of the other teams who had buys really early on in the season. And I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Stanford already had their buy. Maybe they didn't. Um, But I thought that they had their bye already. And so, I mean, if you're in their position where they're as banged up as they are and you don't have another off week and you have the rest of the season still, that's a long time to go. So, you know, I think it's good that after a tough, probably pretty physical game against Utah on the road.
1: It's going to be physical. They're going
0: to get a bit of a break. And then they're going to come back. And then they're going to have the excitement and the energy that surrounds homecoming week. And I feel like this year's homecoming is going to be – different for multiple reasons for the players. Um, I mean, first and foremost, you have the 1970 peach bowl team anniversary that they, they celebrated them on the field already at this uh-huh. past game, but you know, it's still something that's going to be talked about and something that's significant and something that the younger players on this team can look at and really think about working towards as a lot of times it's one of those big new year six bowl games, you know, or it is one of those big new Year's six bowl games, not a lot of times. So, um, they're, they're going to be there. You have the increased number of fans who I feel like want to come out to homecoming. You have the, the festivities, the week-long stuff that help get you a little bit more hype. So, um, you know, the game against Washington State, the only reason I feel weird about this is because it's Washington State and it's a Halloween weekend. And I just feel like Washington State is one of those like weird schools yeah, well, where it's like tricky and like... Yeah,
1: I mean, as, as we said, it's hard to win a game in the Pac-12 and for good reason. It's, some of these teams play differently... I mean, every team plays differently in every single game. You don't know Mm -hmm. what you're going to expect, especially from a team like Washington State. Um, I I mean, if if the Devils handle business and they stay disciplined, there's no way that Washington State is going to come into Tempe on Halloween.
0: Oh, no. If they stay disciplined and play the way they're supposed to play, they'll curb stomp them. But the only thing, I just feel like, okay, I don't know why. I think of Washington State, and I think of it being like, If you had to categorize where every type of, like, person would go to school, like, they'd be like, oh, Arizona State's where, like, all the party sluts go. I'd be like, I don't know, Washington State's where all, like, the weird, like, hippies that do stuff in the woods and, like, worship things sometimes go. And then I just feel like they'd put, like, some witch spell on us and, like, the whole world would be an alternate universe. Because
1: actually... it's
0: Halloween weekend, so that's why their spirits okay. work on that. Well, day. if
1: a te- oh, they only work on okay.
0: I don't um, know. They worked this last weekend. I, they beat saying, Oregon State. I'm just
1: saying if a team if a team actually had the backing of Black Magic, I think they'd be a lot better than what Washington State is right now.
0: True. But anyways, then they have USC, which we've seen the state of what USC's program is in right now, and it's not good. It's <laughs> it's laughable. Um it's a disaster, actually, and I feel like that's all self-inflicted because they their standards are so high then they have um they're on the road at washington that's a game where i would have some slight concerns due to the weather um but it's again a test and something that they would need to learn how to play in and be great in and then the following week at oregon state and then wrapping it up with arizona so you know looking at the remainder of arizona state's schedule I feel like most of the games that had me like holding my breath are out of the way.
1: Yeah, I think the Oregon State game is going to be weird just because it's on the road. That's
0: one of them that I still have, and that's Utah and Oregon State are the last two games I had where I felt like I would be holding I, my breath. I'm
1: still a little worried about Washington. Just they're, They have a talented team. I know they've been underperforming like crazy, but when you have talent on a roster, it doesn't matter what you've done have been doing in the past it matters what's going to happen in like on the field that day so, it does i i i mean every game still scares me for this team because every game ASU can come out and shit the bed every game they can come out and and have 10 penalties for 150 yards like it it do, it, it it can change every single game
0: it really can there's like we said there's no consistency across the Pac12 for just winning on a weekly basis. So, you know, I think it all boils down to the fact that there's not really a lot of consistency on the field from the players on a weekly basis too. So, it's just one of those
1: things too. Well, you know, there's consistency in in, um, in sports betting, and that consistency yep. is that everything is inconsistent. Um, but if you want to have fun on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, all you have to do is download it, use that promo code PHNX, get your hundred dollars in free bets if you place one dollar on any NFL game and either team in that game scores one point. The last zero zero tie in the NFL was in 1943, so it's a pretty easy bet um combined multiple bets for the same in the same game for a bigger payout with the same game parlays been having a lot of fun with those didn't win a lot this weekend with them but the odds are crazy when you when you get into it and sometimes you can get too greedy that's all sports betting is to me it's just trying not to be too greedy um it's safe it's secure it's reliable um Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw money whenever you want. I've been doing a lot more depositing than withdrawing lately. Um, but hey, maybe things will change. So if you want to get in on the action and try to change what you've been how you've been viewing sports, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up using that promo code PHNX to get your one hundred dollars in free bets. If you place just one dollar on any NFL game and a team scores one point in that game, it's promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official betting partner of the NFL. 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details.
0: Well, Shane, I have bad news.
1: What's your bad news?
0: I tried to use my lawnmower 4.0 after I grew my leg hair out for four days and it still wouldn't cut it. So I couldn't use it. So I'm really kind of sad because I can't talk about personal experience with the lawnmower why didn't it 4.0 because my hair wasn't long enough still on my leg oh, it wasn't
1: long enough gotcha
0: so i like and i didn't want to grow my leg hair out for more than four days because that's yeah. crusty as hell yeah. so
1: i don't really have an awesome story but i've been using it i've been using it on my face
0: yeah well if you have a scruffy man at home ladies that you would like to get a razor for Turn or a little well, trimmer well or whatever kept. Keep them them nice and cleaned up with Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 or the Weed Whacker. And if you go to Manscaped right now and use our code PHNX, you will get 20% off plus free shipping. So make sure you do that and keep your men not hairy.
1: (laughs) Keep your men not hairy. That should be their tagline. Yeah, we we love Manscaped over here. Um, We also love when people join the PHNX family um, and read the articles that are... Great. Um uh, you make writers, me feel special. Right? Yeah. Um, like Brittany, um, who will have reactions to each game on that website as well as her sleeping giant series that continues to be released. Members this week get twenty percent off all PHX branded merch um as well as um, access to the members-only Discord and all that jazz. So go sign up for a PHNX membership this week.
0: I thought you were going to make a joke about my sleeping schedule for a second because you were like, and her sleeping. And I was like, oh, here Mm -hmm. we go with my sleeping schedule jokes. People love to make fun of me for being a crackhead because I stay up all night.
1: I think you make fun of yourself more than enough for your sleeping schedule. That's
0: because everyone else used to do it for so long that I defaulted to beating them to it. (laughs)
1: That's fair. Because then
0: they don't feel like they're like... Before, they used to think it was an insult, and I'm like, ha ah, what now, bitch? I'll call yeah. myself a crackhead. They
1: get a, uh, You can get your first month for 50 cents or get an annual membership for 60 bucks, and you get a free t-shirt. Get that uh, PHNX Sun Devils t-shirt. It's sweet. I ordered six shirts, and they're all in the, in the mail right now. I'm super excited.
0: Ooh, you're going to come in styling.
1: Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's uh, round out this episode with a quick update from this week uh, in ASU Sports. Brittany, if you want to start us off um, and just rattle off what has been going on, you're more than welcome to. And The floor is yours. All
0: right. Well, soccer got swept on the road by Oregon State and Oregon. And then volleyball got swept at home by Washington State and Washington. And hockey got swept on the road at Denver. So it was a rough weekend for yeah. everyone outside of ASU football. But hey, good news. most people only care about ASU football. So yeah. it was still a good weekend.
1: Yeah. Uh, I saw a meme today that was very funny. It was a uh, it was that office episode. Um, and Dwight's standing there like, looking all happy and it said uh the cardinals and asu leading their division blah 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 um and then uh it was uh what's her name the short blonde girl from the office
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. um
1: Co- coming up b- behind her with
0: all the cats with all the cats
1: yeah and he's
0: like ah yeah
1: yeah he's like fuck <laughs> and, and the caption of that person was uva um just looking <laughs> so yeah uh BYU's not doing so well. Uh, quarterback out for the season. Still haven't won a game in more than two years.
0: And that wasn't even the quarterback that they had starting for them at the beginning of the year, yeah. because the beginning of the year and their first uh, was their first game against BYU. Yes, it was their opening game against BYU. They were going back and forth between Gunner Cruz and um, what's his name, Plummer. Jay, his name's yeah. not Jake Plummer, no. is it? I forget. Who Something I don't plumber. Pay attention to that but sport. anyways, so he was not even their starting quarterback to start the year. So they finally feel like they found somebody who's going to take them somewhere more than the other two are. And then it's like, ah, just kidding.
1: I think I'd get a long snapper role if I tried out for their team. Yeah. I'm a pretty good long snapper. I
0: don't think I could pass a medical clearance uh, test. You- Actually, they already told me that when I was going to walk on ASU's team. that <laughs> I probably wouldn't be able to pass a medical evaluation. And I was like,
1: all right. I know I'm beat up, but man. <laughs> well, you're in a boot, so I don't think that, right that not really matter anyway. Um, a, if what are you, you g- talking about? This is my super shoe. Uh, if you guys have any questions um, that you want to shoot our way, we'll be posting a tweet um, in the upcoming days that we'll be answering questions on our Friday live show. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, You can follow our Twitter at phnx underscore sundevils. You can follow Brittany at bboyer07. You can follow me at Shane Deef. Yep. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We just hit 1K. Um, yep. Review our podcast. Wherever you listen to your podcast, That will be available.
0: Let them um, know who's the best.
1: We got a live show tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Yep. Why
0: do I just feel like I'm your hype man right now?
1: We'll have an, uh, another live show on Friday before the game. Oh audio episode on Thursday. And <laughs> um and then obviously we'll be coming live to you right after a Sun Devil win against Utah on Saturday. Um I I you know, can we just can we please as as viewers and as podcasts, um live podcast hosts, get a day game for the love of God. I mean, it's getting nicer. I really
0: don't it, like day games, to be honest. And I know so many people complain about night games.
1: Well, as a I, viewer, I'm fine with night games. I just, when we do the live shows after a Sun Devil win, I'm so fired up that I get off the show. It's 1145 or midnight. That's and then, why
0: you drive to Tempe. But then I can't, No,
1: but I can't fall asleep. Oh, you have to work Sunday morning. Yeah, I have, to work, I have to be at the office at 8 a.m. <laughs>
0: Excuse me. <laughs> that was aggressive, and I tried you, very hard to hold it in, but might, it was not waiting. You
1: might be a top five sneezer.
0: Ugh. Oh, my gosh. My dingle p- p- thing in the back of my throat Ugh. just, like, vibrated so hard.
1: Oh, Your uh, hurt. What's
0: it called? My dingle ball. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't no. You're not very good at anatomy. um, Britt, anything else to tell the fans of um, the loyal fan base of our show, before we head off, we nah. gotta give them names.
0: Yeah, we need like our
1: our schnickel boys. What? Our, uh, uh, we'll work on that. <laughs> our, di- our, our dingle friends.
0: Our, dangleberries?
1: No, not our at dangle berries. No, no, our dangle pals. Not at all. We're, um, so yeah, if you uh, make make sure to follow us, uh, as we said earlier, give this a review like our videos on YouTube and we'll be back for another episode tomorrow live at 3:30. Peace. Bye.